it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Have you ever dreamed of one day owning your own business, but just don't know where to begin? Then you've tuned into the right show. On All Things Franchising, you will hear from top national franchisers, successful franchisees, attorneys, CPAs, and others who support this fast-growing business model. So grab a cup of coffee and pen and notepad, because you will want to capture the invaluable information you hear on today's show. And now, here is your host. Linda Ballesteros. Hey folks, welcome to All Things Franchising. This is Linda Ballesteros and I am your host today. Thanks so much for spending some time with me today. I'm always honored when someone finds time in their busy day to share it with me. Today, we're going to be talking about the wedding industry. I recently read an article that said the wedding industry in the U.S. generates over 60, that's six zero billion, and that's with a B, a year in wedding and ceremony-related expenses. In the U.S. market for wedding dresses, it's forecasted to reach about $3.23 billion this year. And by the way, this is May the 11th of 2021. So they're anticipating 2021 numbers to be somewhere around 3.23 billion. Today, my guest is Chris Lee. Chris is president and CEO of Winnie Couture. His responsibilities and experiences include all aspects of retail operations, trend forecasting, which I'm sure is a big deal in the wedding dress industry, advertising as well as franchising and brand management. Winnie Couture is an international luxury bridal brand based in Beverly Hills and has reputation, has a reputation of, uh, for offering brides the ultimate personal shopping experience. So please help me in welcoming Chris to the show. Good morning, Chris. How are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you, Linda. Good morning. Absolutely. You know, Chris, the um, I, I would think last year during the pandemic that there may have been a lot of weddings that were placed on pause, just like everything else was placed on pause. <laughs> you know, before we start talking about that too much, Chris, tell me a little bit about your background and where did Winnie Couture come from? Sure. So my background is uh, manufacturing, distribution, uh, retail relationship, and, uh, you know, I, I have experienced um, uh, growing up in Hong Kong, so I've experienced in uh, the manufacturing business, uh, mm-hmm. you know, trading, bringing importing products from uh, Hong Kong to U.S., and, um, and I study accounting. So uh, that's my background, 
And uh, where Winnie Couture coming from is that uh, when me and my wife, we were planning our own wedding, we received so much love and support from everyone in the wedding community, which inspired us to bring joy to brides. And we realized that the industry lacked a private environment where women could freely express themselves in the presence of those they trusted most. Mm-hmm. So in addition to beautiful styles, we created the intimate bridal dreamlands where women felt loved and supported while saying yes to their dream dress. Mm-hmm. And we've been doing this since then. A lot of people say the company is as old as our marriage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that. And so the Winnie and Winnie Couture is your lovely bride. Is that right? Winnie is my wife. Correct. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And, and so had Winnie been designing dresses prior to actually creating the Winnie Couture brand? Um, she this is like her dream and her passion. Mm-hmm. Ever since mm-hmm. she's little, she's always been sewing and um, making dresses on her own. And um, she is so talented and uh, laser focused in detail. And she's a professionist. And she's mm-hmm. very architect. And uh, I think that kind of brings her talent in. Sure. And, um, yeah, and she is just great. And uh, she didn't have, like, Specific, uh, specific like uh, uh, designs uh, study, but however, like she just learned as she goes, you know, being involved in the design community and and, and the people and uh, and the talent just show. Mm-hmm. And so you talked a little bit, Chris, about giving that bride that special treatment. Tell me a little bit about what that looks like as your as your um, your locations, your boutiques, as they're working with brides. How is that different than going to I don't know a David's bridal? Yes, yes, yes. So when brides walk into our salons, you know they're greeted with a glass of champagne and a friendly bridal stylist, you know, with a smile on their face. You know, every Winnie Couture is decked out in, like, chic chandeliers, gleaming floors, and ornate decor. You know, they often say that, you know, we're, uh, we're in bridal dreamland because we have created a serene environment with large selections of gowns, and we offer customization to celebrate their own personal style. Mm, yeah, I love that. So, Chris, when you talk about... Um, having someone work with what, you know, the bride that walks through the door, um, does that bride mm-hmm. have to be a size six? Nope. Uh, so, you know, brides, you know, they, they, they can, you know, they're all sizes. And um, so what we have is we have a large selection of gowns um, and uh, every bride, you know, is unique and individual. So, 99% of our brides' uh, dress are custom-made. They mm-hmm. are made in custom size, you know, uh, bust weight and hips, the measurement, uh, as, as well as the length. We also offer a um, customization. So, like, if they wanted to change uh, necklines on the styles, uh, we offer that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's perfect because, you know, every bride is not a size six and, and is five, five. 
um, you know, every bride has their own idea of how they want to look. Now, I know that you've worked um, with some very high-profile um, brides out there. <laughs> is is that something that you also look for? Is <clears throat> working with those brides that um, really want that super high-end gown as well? Yes, yes. So we have dressed, uh, you know, uh, celebrities such as like Carrie Underwood, Kelly Clarkson, Jennifer Aniston, and Liam Michelle, Taraji P. Hansen, Helen Hunt, and um, but in in fact, you know, I just I guess just because like we're in Beverly Hills and it's very easily accessed by their uh, stylists to pull dresses and or they stop into our salon, uh, but we we serve all brides. And our price range um, is really uh, targeting the, um, the the middle price uh, um, average uh, consumer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that is awesome to hear. So, Chris, at what point did you and Winnie say, "Hey, I think we've got something good here. Why don't we franchise it?" At which point? So. Uh, Wow, uh, let me think. So going back, uh, you know, we went through, you know, a lot of trial and errors, you know, and, you know, through building the company culture and the brand. And we, we've been doing this 20 years now. And mm-hmm. um, about, I would say, um, after we have opened six locations, and we started to document, this, you know, all the processes and, um, and then get to the point that, like, you know, like we have a system down and we wanted to share that knowledge and experience with others that will also have passion to do what we do. And we, we, we started to, to, to talk about it and say, hey, you know, we, we have fulfilled so many bright dreams and we can also fulfill, you know, like people that who wants to be, um, their own boss, or they have dreams that they wanted to open their own luxury bridal boutique, and um, so it would be really amazing if we can uh, share that uh, uh, system to people, so we can all together impact more lives. And um, you know, that's when the idea was coming from. Oh, that's great because you know the great thing about a franchise business model, Chris, that I see is it's a great model of distribution. You know, sometimes people they don't realize that this is this is just a business model that impacts and expands distribution. So for you to be able to be in Beverly Hills and still have a boutique in Houston and in Dallas, mm-hmm. and in Atlanta, it, it is a great way to expand and give those, those brides in those areas an opportunity to access the Winnie Couture de- designs, I think is amazing. And um, I, think, I think it was very well done. Your, your boutiques are absolutely gorgeous. Um, if someone's listening right now, Chris, and they're thinking, you know, maybe I'd like to do this. What does that franchise opportunity look like, Chris? I don't have any experience in the bridal industry. Are you looking for someone who has prior experience? 
Well, first, I wanted to thank you, uh, you know, um, for the recognition. I really appreciate that. And, yeah, I mean, we are not necessarily looking for someone that who needs broader experience, and because that's what our training, you know, are for. And uh, we, we just need someone to be a people person, someone mm-hmm. who has a passion to uh, to be in the wedding industry, to be in that um, celebration environment, uh, being positive to uh, someone who is a um, who has a leadership skill, um, and um, you know someone who share the same core value as us. Uh, we believe in love, compassion, uh, and uh, growth and accountability. So all these factors, you know, and you know, we just look for someone that who we can do this together. Mm-hmm. And you, you mentioned training. So let's talk a little bit about that training. Since I have no experience, Chris, in the bridal industry, and I've said, okay, uh, I, I would like to be your newest Winnie Couture franchisee. What type of training could I expect to get from you? Yes. Yeah. So um, two weeks before um, opening, we will invite them to come to our training facility, which is in Atlanta, and there is a two weeks of uh, training uh, that would include uh, classroom training as well as um, on-site training. Uh, in, the, in, in classroom, we review policy and procedures uh, and the steps, and um, we on-site, where they will follow and shadow uh, one of our top stylists uh, to see brides from presentation to giving a tour to consultation and um, to helping brides uh, select a dream dress uh, to fittings. We cover um, you know, product knowledge and we show them how to measure brides as well as uh, measure dresses. And um, and um, I think the whole selection process uh, we discuss about um, sales strategies mm-hmm. and um, helping them to be um, you know to help wise to uh, say yes to the dress, finding mm-hmm. uh, the perfect gowns. Uh, so at the end of the day, it's all about um, helping wise to be the best version of themselves and uh, fulfilling their visions. Mm-hmm. Now, when we talk about, uh, you, you mentioned before they open, so what does, what is the square footage of the average location, and about how many employees does each of the salons start with when they open their doors? Mm-hmm. So, um, our average size of the store is 1,200 to 2,400 square feet. Mm-hmm. And the uh, staff sizing is two to three people, uh, two to three full time uh, per location. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. so easy to manage. Uh, yeah. We don't really need to see a lot of brides, uh, but then, uh, uh, but then each bride would spend a intimate relationship with them, and after the ninety minutes um, appointment. We know that you know. We know the dog's name. We know the fiance's name. We know everyone yeah. in the bridal party. Yeah. So a lot of yeah. times after the appointment, we get invited to their weddings. 
Oh, Chris, that's so sweet. <laughs> I mean, that really says that you made that connection with the bride. It wasn't just a transaction. I love that. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, it's really great. <laughs> and when when we're talking about the the um, opening the doors, I'm sure you do a uh, a grand opening. How are there ways that your franchisee can get into the community, find referral partners, and who would those referral partners be for a franchisee? Mm-hmm. Because, like, we have uh, a national brand, uh, so prior to opening, we already connect to the local community, uh, like the the the, the city of commerce and um, the local press. Uh, mm-hmm. We also have a PR firm uh, who reach out uh, to the local uh, publications, uh, the press, um, the media, to let them know that Winnie Couture is coming to town. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a strong marketing team that we create. Um, we do email marketing uh, to let them know uh, the grand opening. So uh, when we do the grand opening, so we already drawn like a good pool of people uh, come to, like the city mayor uh, will come to our uh, Chicago location uh, for ribbon cutting. Nice. That is nice. That, you know, that it's so important to make those key relationships, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's all about bringing that uh, to the local community so that my brides can feel like, oh, I can just, like, stay in my hometown and yeah. shop for my wedding gowns instead of, like, travel uh, and, and then later to uh, pick up their gowns uh, at a uh, remote location. Yeah, most definitely. You know, we, I mentioned something about trends at the top of the show, and um, I am sure that there are trends in the bridal industry. And how do you stay on top of that? How do you guys know what the the trend is and incorporate that in your designs? Hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, the trend, we, our creative team um, has been forecasting the trend all year along. Um, mm. They're so good at styles and um, like all year round they're sourcing for material, um, they travel extensively uh, just that in the past year because of the pandemic, uh, they stopped traveling, but then they do a lot of research uh, and uh, they have connection with um, other designers and designer networks uh, mm-hmm. to see the trend for upcoming. Just like um, this upcoming year, and then we're seeing more uh, of the lace mermaid style with like illusion neckline so and then as far as um, the trend overall at the wedding industry we see that uh, like you mentioned uh, the the wedding spending uh, is getting uh, is being increased year after year Mm -hmm. and we're seeing that like price spending on wedding dress itself uh, has been increased like 5% every year because it's such a symbolic piece that it represents the celebration of marriage. You know, mm-hmm. it has real emotional meanings to brides 
And, you know, why is that not only want to look good, but feel good looking back to this once-in-a-lifetime event? Right, right. Well, Chris, you said that P word, and that's pandemic. So mm-hmm. tell me a little bit about how the how 2020 impacted um, the, your franchisees and, you know, how it impacted the, the wedding industry altogether. Yeah. So as you already know, uh, retail has been, you know, very soft because mm-hmm. people are not able to go out and shop. And also mm-hmm. events um, has been canceled because there's no, there's no mass gathering. Um, so a lot of weddings get uh, postponed and canceled. And mm-hmm. um, or even though like weddings get, uh, uh, they are still going on, but then uh, it definitely has shifted, you know, the way that they celebrate weddings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, so, but the, our bridal industry itself, that like people are still celebrating a lot. And um, we, we did have a um, pause, I would say mm-hmm. a setback uh, last year, 12 months. But uh, however, we have seen that um, the industry is definitely uh, going strong because we're seeing a surge right now. Like people who postponed their wedding mm-hmm. last year, mm-hmm. and now they're actively planning for their wedding. And they're having a wedding like the end of the year and next year, 2022. Right, right. Yeah, and I would think, Chris, that... Um, that even though those weddings had to be postponed last year. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, so in 2021, which is where we are now, 2021, mm-hmm. you're going to see those weddings that were planned for 2021, but you're also going to see those that were planned for 2020 and they were postponed. So I would think the next couple of years are going to be a firecracker of a year for uh, for the wedding industry, right? Catching up. Yes, you're exactly right. You know, just like big and small weddings, everything is going on. They just there's a crave for celebration of love, mm-hmm. and people are just have been waiting for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Chris, I need to take a quick commercial break, but I just have a feeling that you have some stories that you could share with us when we come back. Do you have any that you might be able to share with us? Yes, I can. You know, I, I have one that come to mind. Okay. Yep, a bright Good story deal. and a franchise story, too. Wonderful. Well, I can't wait to hear those when we come back from commercial break. Folks, we're going to take a real quick break, and we'll come back with more from Chris Lee of Winnie Couture. Ready to update your tired old kitchen or bathroom? Then you need to call Gambone's Custom Home Improvements. Gambone's does all phases of remodeling, specializing in kitchen and bath remodels. Gambone's Custom Home Improvements is a company you can trust. Family owned and operated with an A-plus rating with the BBB. Call Gambone's today, 832-437-8898, or check them out on the web at GamboneCHI.com. That's GamboneCHI.com. Gambone's Custom Home Improvements, where you will get quality work at a quality price. Tune in 
every Thursday morning at 9 a.m. to Tough Talk Christian Radio with Tony Gambone. Tough Talk Christian Radio is for those who want to share and receive expressions of faith that will help you take the next step in your relationship with Christ. Listen in to hear from others about their experiences of faith and the love of Christ. Call in to share your experiences at 347-989-1363. Learn more by going to toughtalkchristianradio.com. Are you dreaming of owning your own business but just don't know where to begin? The wait is now over. Linda Ballesteros is a catalyst to becoming a business owner through franchising. Whether you are looking to create a living that will allow you to leave corporate America, change your lifestyle, allowing you to enjoy the fun things in life, or if you're looking to build a legacy that will support your family for years to come, contact Linda today to start the process of being your own boss. Linda at EmpowerFranchiseConsulting.com, 832-640-4922. Hey folks, welcome back to All Things Franchising. Linda Ballesteros here. I'm here with Chris Lee of Winnie Couture Bridal. Um, and we were, we've were we been talking about the bridal industry and how even though it, it was a little bit soft in 2020, um, and folks, let's get real, most industries did take a really hard hit. But um, it is not only bouncing back, it is leaping back. Because, like Chris says, you can't stop love, and everybody wants to celebrate love. So, Chris, when we broke for commercial break, you said that you had a couple of stories that you could share with us. Yes. So, um, I have a bride story. Uh, I remember um, the bride, Stephanie, is on July 4th. And, uh, you know, we typically open half day, and she's the out-of-town bride, and she walked into a Beverly Hills location with her mom, sister, and maid of honor. She has already visited, like, eight other salons that, you know, that weekend and left feeling disappointed. And uh, I remember she was having a fall wedding, which is, like, just a few months away, and she was on a mission to find the dress. So she called that morning and wanted to come in immediately. So we moved few things around to accommodate her. So once here, you know, we set her down for a consultation and so we can learn, you know, a little bit about her venue, culture, and how she wanted to dress to complement her body as well as, like, the overall visions for her weddings, right? So, like, she said she wanted lace, but she also wanted the blink. She wanted a mermaid style, and she also wanted to feel like a princess where she can dance. <laughs> And she also liked the idea of having a curvy neckline, but worried that, like, she may be showing too much at the church <laughs> ceremony. So you could tell she was really overwhelmed. Yeah. So our stylist, Amanda, was so good. She was like, you know, okay, take a deep breath. Don't worry. We're definitely going to find your dress today. And she held her hand and gave her a tour of a salon. Mm. So after the third dress, I thought, Amanda had a feeling that we found the perfect dress. You know, it's the harmony gown. You know, it features like the spaghetti straps and the modified sweetheart neckline, which elongated, you know, her torso and accentuated her silhouette. This mermaid lace style has soft organza layer skirts so Stephanie could dance the night away. Amanda added like a custom uh, crystal beater belt on the waistline because like, Stephanie wanted to blink on her dress. And you could tell Stephanie didn't want to take it off. 
Amanda <laughs> put a matching belt on her and accessorized her with a pair of earrings and then handed her the bouquet. The whole oh. bridal party was struck silent. Stephanie oh. saw the tears in her mom's eyes and then she started to cry. And then the sister went up and hugged her and started to cry. Oh. And then the maid of honor put her hand on mom's shoulder and ended up crying with joy all together. Oh. That's exactly why we do what we do, knowing yeah. that we can make an impact in people's lives. So oh. I remember after that appointment, you know, the stylist Amanda walked up to me and said, oh, this is the most rewarding feeling, knowing that she was able to empower Stephanie and help her to be the best version of herself. Oh, goodness. What a lovely story, Chris, you know, because I would imagine that many brides think, I don't know whether I'll find that perfect dress. And, you know, they are, they have a lot of anxiety around that. But it sounds like, you know, you guys create this environment where they can feel confident that when when they start this process, that they'll be able to enjoy it, that the anxiety will be taken away because your stylists are the experts. And it's mm-hmm. that's just such a lovely story. I love that story, Chris. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that relationship is very, very important. We learn the visions, we learn what she wants, and um, we're trying to find, you know, the perfect dress for her. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And you said that you had a franchisee story for us as well? Yeah, oh, yes, yes, yes. So um, we have a franchisee, and her name is Courtney. She saw us at the bridal show, and um, that's when she was helping her best friend to plan her wedding. So she was talking to our bridal stylist at the show and found out that we offer franchise. So at that time, you know, it's like she remembers she, when she was shopping for her own gowns, she had such an amazing experience at Winnie. Mm. So it got her looked into, you know, owning her own Winnie Couture. So, like, so she contacted us, and um, her passion just kind of grew, you know, every step of the franchise process, starting with the brand overview call. She discovered the story behind the Winnie Couture brand and our mission and core values. She learned about our company culture. So at the end of the call, you know, Courtney was like, oh, I can see that I will be the ideal franchisee candidate. So, you know, she, she was like, oh, that just perfectly, you know, described me, everything. Uh-huh. So doing, you know, and then the next step is like doing the operation interview and, you know, Courtney kind of think about, you know, her day-to-day process of running a bottle store. And she quickly, you know, learned the Winnie Couture easy to follow system and um, and she liked the fact that how we have a strong industry presence and a national name recognition mm-hmm. and uh, we scheduled a discovery day so she came to uh, Atlanta uh, and, and see our two-story building and, and then everything just kind of bring back to like how she felt when she first walked into our salon mm-hmm. you know where the chandelier above the champagne glass in her hands and, you know, that, you know, the moment that she was surrounded by her best friend. And uh, she met with our, you know, operation manager, Jennifer. So uh, Jennifer gave her the tour of the salon. And um, so she see Bryce saying yes to, you know, to the dress left and right. Oh, my God, that moment, 
it's the exact mm-hmm. moment that like she she's saying yes to winning of owning mm-hmm. a winning couture. So mm-hmm. after this life changing decision, you know, we have decided on Nashville to be the next franchise location. Oh, you know, nice. Nashville is yeah, Nashville is the bachelorette capital of the world. So we have helped her with uh, site selections. I remember flying out to Nashville uh, with my operation manager to meet her, her husband, and her daughter to see a few sites. So we discussed, we sat down, you know, for lunch, we discussed the pros and cons of each spaces. And then later, uh, we helped her on lease negotiation, uh, plan submission, construction build-out, recruitment, and uh, on-site training. So six months later, Courtney's dream come true. And uh, now she has her very own Winnie Couture store. And she was telling the press and media that we were excited to be opening in Nashville and Winnie Couture becoming an essential part of the community is our desire to be brand woven into the fabric of what makes Nashville great. Mm -hmm. I am just so grateful that Courtney is uh, part of our family now. That's such a great story, Chris, because... You know, for someone to go from being a customer to delivering that type of service to someone else because they had such a great experience, that speaks so much to your brand. It, it, that's such a lovely story. I, I just love that. You know, uh, one of the things that you mentioned is that you help with uh, the lease negotiation, you help with the uh, helping them with build out because I think what happens sometimes, Chris, is that people don't have experience in those, and it's mm-hmm. um, it it maybe um, causes some anxiety and they don't know whether they can do it or not. But that's part of plugging into a brand, especially a national and an international brand like Winnie Couture, right? Absolutely. Well, that's part of like being, you know, like going with a franchise for, right? You're giving a set of training wheels so you don't have to go through the same trial and error. Again, you're on your own and you have the support. Uh, We have the experience. And, uh, you, know, you know, when it comes to lease negotiation, we already have a package uh, that is well presented to the landlord. So the landlord recognizes it is a national bridal brand coming into the center. And I'm just so proud to say that, like, uh, with, with that case, the landlord gave us a six-digit uh, tenant improvement and uh, six months of free rent uh, with that. And the build-up was just so streamlined because we have uh, pictures as references, and now with the use of technology, we can, use, uh, we can do like FaceTime uh, with the contractor, uh, so seeing how things are in progress. So it makes things so much easier now. Wow. So you're, you are um, really involved in the, the build-out and the launch of each location, aren't you? Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I feel like when people come and join our family and they're doing business with me and I own that uh, responsibility to make sure that, like, things get delivered. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that's so important. You know, and I, I tell you what, Chris, I interview so many franchisors, and many times they will say um, our franchisees are family, but it sounds to me like you guys really mean that, and you really want them to be successful. That is so huge. Kudos to you guys. Thank you. So I tell you what, Chris, um, we're getting close to the end of the show. And um, if somebody's listening right now and they're really impressed and would like to know more about whether it's the Winnie Couture close to them or maybe they want to find out a little bit more about that franchise opportunity, where would they go, Chris, to find out more information? So um, they can directly contact us. They can come to our website and fill out a form, or they can just like email us to um, contact us at winniecouture.com, and um, they can just call and reach out to us. It's just a call away. Wonderful. Well, we're down to those final three questions, Chris, and the first one is, if there is someone listening who is considering purchase, purchasing a franchise, what would you suggest that they do to prepare for the process? Hmm. I would say uh, do your homework. Uh, yeah. Definitely, you know, educate yourself. You need to know about the industry and the business that you want to buy into. Yeah, I would interview the franchisor aggressively. Mm-hmm. You want to meet the people who are, you know, who are in their leadership team and ask questions about the pre-opening support, Franchise license boundaries, site selection, design, construction, financing, training, or ongoing support and marketing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, another all of that's so important. Be, right, right, absolutely. Uh, another thing would be um, assess your work style and strengths. It's important, you know, how you feel about doing the same task over and over again. Right? Yeah. Like, are you in love with, you know, the target clientele? You got to love mm-hmm. your customers. If you don't like their customers, probably that's not, a, you know, the business that you want to go into. Yeah. And um, if you don't see sales as an opportunity, you probably will have trouble running the business and motivate employees. So maybe it's better to leave the operation to a manager. And if you're not a people person, then maybe you need a partner to handle that side of the business. So yeah. be honest with yourself about your strengths and weaknesses, right? Mm-hmm. And I would also pick three people you trust and ask them to tell, tell, tell you about your strengths and weaknesses. So, and, um, yeah. And, um, I, oh, I, I think that's a really, you, uh, yeah. that's, I, I want to say, Chris, that, that is a really good point that you just made. Pick out three people, um, people that are uh, professional business people and say, you know me, what are my strengths and what are my weaknesses? Because sometimes we don't really know our weaknesses, do we? Right, right, yep. And, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes, like, what you think you are may not necessarily yeah. the same as yeah. what people think your strengths are, you know. Yeah, yeah, good point, good yep. point. And I would also suggest to, uh, you know, take some personality tests, you know, like the 
Enneagram or the DISC assessment, you know, to further mm-hmm. understand uh, your character, in the, you know, to position yourself with the people who complement your character, you know, going into mm-hmm. the franchise business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, another good point there. Absolutely. Well, the second question here, Chris, is what are two traits that make a successful franchisee? And I know you just talked about uh, a little bit about some of those, but what are two specific traits that you look for that make a successful franchisee? Hmm. Um, I would say uh, passion. Uh, so without passion to drive for success, uh, it's unlikely that you'll be successful, right? So likewise, passion for your brand will be very evident to your customers and it will be contagious as well. So a franchisee with a passion for success and, and for the product or services that they're selling will go above and beyond. They will make sure that the values are being delivered consistently to every single customer. And another thing I would, um, another trait I would think of is definitely, you know, lead, you know leadership and uh, being a, uh, a good communicator. A successful franchisees are typically, you know, successful leaders and communicators, right? And a great leader is someone who is influential, someone who will make good decisions, and uh, most importantly, you know, like having that uh, excellent communication skills uh, is necessary to motivate employees and ensure that, like, the franchise carry out the core value and the culture of the company. Mm-hmm. Yeah, most most definitely. Those those are really important um, above um, industry experience because you can teach someone the industry, right, Chris? But you can't teach them passion. You can't teach them leadership as much, right? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So the final yep. question here is, what does the future of franchising look like? Right. It's looking bright. <laughs> you know, the, the, the pandemic definitely, you know, has shocked the franchising industry three years into the future. Yeah. You know, his historic access to labor, real estate, and capital has created the environment extremely favorable to franchise growth. And shifting the, you know, of new technology and virtual management definitely will you know, create huge opportunities for new and traditional concepts to expand very quickly months to come. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I love what you said about the pandemic shooting the industry three years in the future, because it virtually has, hasn't it? Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So like the technology itself is changing quickly. Like now you go to a restaurant and um, there's no menu on there. Like you, right. everyone take out their phone and scan the QR code and some yep. restaurant already implemented, you know, like you can, you can drop your order and pay at, at the table already. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Chris, we're what are the things? Um, no, go ahead. No, go ahead. No. Yeah. We're also seeing um, there will be more multi-unit owners. So, cause like what happened is that like the existing, you know, um, Franchisees, once they master the tried and true formula of having one unit, so then they will open another location, right? So yeah. by creating, um, uh, and also the fact that like with the new technology, it's so easy to manage uh, yeah. second and third locations. 
because um, now a lot of the franchisors have implemented like virtual meetings and virtual inspections. So that will ensure uh, consistency of uh, the quality of uh, customer service and products. Mm, yeah, very, very good point. Yeah, I think we have all gotten very good at using Zoom, haven't we? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Everyone yeah, is so good at it now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. One of the things that I wanted to mention, Chris, is that you were recently in uh, the book, The Secret to All Things Franchising, how franchising mm -hmm. is the secret to the uh, a life of passion, purpose, and prosperity. And your particular contribution was it's all about the wedding dress. So um, it, when someone is looking for a glimpse of Winnie Couture, and this book actually does give you that, and I know that you can find it on Amazon, but tell me a little bit about what they might expect to read in that chapter. Yes. Uh, so, um, well, this book, um, like you said, is a – uh, a, a compilation of 20 successful franchisors and, you know, and, and franchisees and, and franchising experts that we are sharing our stories and strategies. And um, so I'm just happy to be a contributing uh, author. And uh, what, so what they can expect to see is they can learn about um, their day-to-day uh, -day operations, you know, and like the experience that we offer to brides and the experience that we offer to a uh, to franchisees and the level of support about our company and ultimately is um, uh, seeing um, uh, have a feel of our company culture and uh, and, and passions and and knowing you know why we do what we do wonderful Chris, it's been great having you on the show today. Again, if someone's listening and they would like more information about Winnie Couture and the franchise opportunity, where would they go to find that information? They can go to uh, our website, winniecouture.com. They can also check out our Instagram where they see real bright weddings and experiences. Nice. Very good. Again, Chris, thanks so much for taking time out of your busy day to spend with us, and uh, thank you for making a difference in the lives of these brides. That's lovely. Well, thank you so much, Linda. I, I appreciate the opportunity for being at your show. Absolutely. You know, so folks, everybody has probably seen the the show uh, Say Yes to the Dress, but I tell you what, Winnie Couture definitely brings that to life in, in your area. As always, I'm going to leave you with a quote, and it goes like this, selecting a wedding dress is more than just a fitting. It's a process, a memory in the making. And this is a, a quote by uh, Olivelli. Cape Town. I hope I didn't butcher that name up too bad. But that's exactly what Winnie Couture does, is it creates a memory for the bride, for the, the mother of the bride, for the, their friends. Um, it's just a lovely memory. And uh, that's what life is all about, creating memories. Thanks so much, folks, for being with me on All Things Franchising, and I'll see you next time.
Another great episode of All Things Franchising is now in the books. You can listen to past shows by following All Things Franchising on Facebook and Twitter. Thank you for joining us today. And be sure not to miss us next time when we bring you a brand new episode of All Things Franchising. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.